This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Now we are back, and we're looking at some notes. Uh, on previous episodes of Line Dance Podcast, uh, we have taken a look at some of the notes that I, I have been making for the past, oh, two, three years, and... Um, just kind of giving them voice because otherwise they will stay in the archives of my notes forever. Uh, we've bullet pointed a few of them and since we have just a, a few minutes left today before 3 o'clock I figured we'd go down the line and see what is of a special interest here. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh boy, there's a bold statement. I've got one note here um, as I remember that I have a microphone for the recorded version of this that I must clip onto my shirt. Oh, there it goes. Boop. We'll edit this all out <laughs> later, I'm sure. No, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> we get to hear all of it again twice. Uh, taking a look at some of our notes, I have one very bold bullet-pointed sentence here that says, Country bar dances merging with circuit is inevitable because people's attention spans are diminishing and they don't want to do the same dances every week anymore. <laughs> I don't know how much I agree with that statement because sometimes it is comforting just to do the thing that you feel very confident about when your life is not all about line dance. I don't know what that's like. but uh, if, you, if you just want to go do your electric slide because it's Friday and things were tough that week, but you know you know the electric slide inside and out, uh, then that might be all you need. You don't need to go learn the latest new dance just because a song came out for it. Um, but that was the notion that I wrote down on here, was that you know, uh, as things move into the future, people's attention spans will become even more limited so that they will want to... Um, keep their, what would you say, like dopamine levels constantly refreshed with the latest thing. Thoughts? That's, um, uh, it's a little bit tricky because I know <laughs> I was getting bored with country bar dances in the sense of, okay, this is the same exact playlist I have been dancing to for a year now. It has not wavered. Mm. The only thing that's wavered is the order in which these songs are played. Yeah. But it is still the same exact thing. There's got to be something more out there. Mm. So I, in fact, actually am a perfect example of that statement. Mm. However, I also know that I'm kind of a rarity. Same. So I don't know how much that's going to hold true. I know that um, there's already so much crossover here. Mm. Um between the circuit and the country, excuse me, country bar world, uh, and a lot of people don't realize it. Mm, yeah, like I didn't realize Dizzy was circuit. Mm. That was certainly not something I thought was circuit. Um, as well as uh, some of the other ones we've done, like um, was it Chilk Factor? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- those are two dances that you just always did at the bar, and so to find out that their circuit dances um it was it was interesting to mm-hmm. say the least mm-hmm. um and then like i've pointed out to some of my friends in socal like a lot of the dances they do are done by circuit instructors mm-hmm. so 
it's one big world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't have to isolate the two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I also have a note here that's semi-related, and all it says is line dance and the power of routine. I think Elliot's mentioned this on his channel where uh, he describes line dance as being pretty much consistency, but like set to music, kind of, where if you just do the dance over and over, you will know it. Like, you don't even know that you will know it, but eventually it will happen. Like, your body will just expect what it's supposed to do on that next wall, because you've done it, or attempted to, so many times. Uh, I actually was just thinking recently how it would be interesting to have uh, some kind of tie-in on line dance uh, and like brushing your teeth or floss or something like that. Like it's something you do every day. So if there was some way to just have a little reminder pop up on the outside of your package of dental floss, like um, you know, here's the dance you learned this week. Maybe go over some of the steps, just standing in front of the kitchen sink or kitchen sink, bathroom sink. Uh, that or might wherever be you brush your teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Side of the road. <laughs> like, as long as you're dancing. Uh, like, that can be all you need. Like, you don't have to, like, set aside three hours in a perfectly, uh, you know, locked off space so you could focus and concentrate. Just doing it a little every day is enough to keep it alive. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts about line dance and the power of routine for you? Um... I mean, other than the obvious, you know, the, the more you do the dance, the more your body just knows it. Mm. Um, I really wouldn't know where to go with that one. Because um, it's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory for me in the sense of, you know, it is repetition. It is homework. It is putting in the effort to know a dance. Um, and that in itself is routine. But the other thing is to like give yourself permission to try new things so that you're not set in a you know routine that becomes monotonous at some point. Hmm. I I have one note on here says Ah, yes, this is okay, so we have like technique workshops and that's all about moving. But when you move, you're moving in a set of clothes. And I have one bullet point here that says, how to look like a million bucks line dancing. Wear clothes that support the dance and the dance will support you. I think it would be interesting to have a workshop on how to dress for line dance because it seems like one of those things that you just know, like you know what feels good, but just like beginners don't know coming out of the womb what a grapevine is and they just need to do it a few times to feel comfortable with it people are showing up like socks and sandals something tied around their waist like a fanny pack loose shirt that's not exactly necessarily my story because I didn't wear socks with my sandals everything else is about the same Um, (laughs) they don't know any better they just they haven't been exposed to the possibilities for Sweatproofs for sweatproof shirts, tank tops, uh, <laughs> pants that fit really well around the butt, uh, like things that will help your confidence level in doing a dance. 
just because it feels so much better to do it. Like, you can know the steps, but if you're sliding around in your slightly too big shoes while you're attempting to do those steps, then you're still going to feel like you don't know it because you're not doing it like the teacher's doing it. Well, the teacher's wearing clothes that fit or they're flowing their arms and it looks like you know they're a leaf on the wind because um, they know how to shop for things that feel that way on their skin and they like that feeling of like silk or something on their forearms. You don't even necessarily know as a beginner dancer what... Um, what would work or wouldn't uh, just physically you, you'd be so afraid of tearing your silk shirt or whatever that you wouldn't even want to try it so if there were some way to like look at body types uh, on the dance floor so that you have something to say about um, each of the body types and what kind of materials would uh, would be appropriate for those kind of like how Joe did at uh, Dancing for the Dream talking about like if you were doing a waltz as a female person dancer um, here's how you might want to use your arms if you are a male if you want to seem more masculine and uh, rooted and strong here are some other things that you can do and those are going to look a little different so depending what kind of dancer you want to be what what you like doing already uh, here are some wardrobe choices that would suit that really well. If you're like a kicky, scuffy, stompy country bar dancer, here's what you can wear to really accentuate that. Like when I started out wearing boots. Um, if you want to do some more like the hip hop loose, uh, pop pops, like Fred Whitehouse stuff, then maybe some like looser pants and some sneakers and like a nice t-shirt. Um, or if you want to do maybe some of like the salsa Latin kind of stuff, like you know Roy Hedisabroto looks very good doing. Uh, maybe closer-fitting pants and like a vest to really tighten in all of that shirt material uh, against your body. That way you can you know, move your, your hands in sort of a, a salsa way and not like tangle yourself on yourself. Yeah, that's an idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know who would feel confident enough in the line dance world to feel like they're immediately qualified to do it, but I, I would be very interested in at least seeing one class of it. Would you attend something like that? No. Really? Why is that? You just like to figure it out as you go along? I do. I like to do things the hard way. Wow. Um, you also like to learn things on the floor, and a lot of beginners don't like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I, I certainly have learned quite a few dances on the floor mm. in my beginning um, experiences and whatnot but um there's a few things to be said about learning what works for you um and what's comfortable for you I know that when I first started I was in t-shirts and jeans and now I'm in tank tops and shorts for the most part um because I've, I've learned which fabrics breathe and which fabrics um, feel good against my skin. But I also know that like a lot of my friends don't have that same opinion. Mm. So it's not necessarily something I would necessarily um, get out of bed for. <laughs> if you're at an event and stayed if up I'm all night? At an event and I stayed up all night... Um, I would certainly get up for something with like choreography or um, technique 
and stuff like that. But as for like an actual like, here's, you know, some clothing ideas that you can wear. I don't know. I guess it's just a personal preference thing. Mm. I have one note here related to clothing that just says plaid that fades into performance wear along the length of a lab coat. Usually when you see a plaid shirt, um, it's just the same pattern across the entire thing. And also if you see a sweatproof shirt, for example, then you'll just see the same solid color across the whole thing. Um, and what I had in mind was something like a plaid that starts out plaid, but then it like gra gradually fades into something that looks more like a sweatproof so that it represents both sides, like mm. the normal country bar, whatever Western look, but also the active wear sweating all night in the ballroom circuit look. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think I had another... Oh, yeah, I had another note here about clothes that said, my gear needs more weight to give me inertia. And I think that was when I was thinking about putting, like, extra weights on my wrists uh, or possibly my ankles and uh, testing to see how that would affect things like spins and stops and maybe if it would make... You know how, like, joggers will add extra weights mm -hmm. so that they're pushing themselves a little harder? Yeah. I wonder... What uh, that would feel like and mm -hmm. what it would do. Yeah, yeah. So... If I ever have access to weights like that, I think you know that would be a fun thing to try, because there isn't really, unfortunately, I might have some. <laughs> there isn't anything in uh, the line dance world that supports like muscle building or bodybuilding. It's all very aerobic, um, and that's great if you like have a lot of calories and you want to burn them. But if you want to put on extra calories, then you're like losing everything as soon as you get on the dance floor. So um, having some kind of option there to like build while you're burning would be kind of nifty. Hasn't been done yet as far as I know. Yeah, they have the ones that you can just attach while you're running. There's yeah. only a couple pounds that might make all the difference. Yeah, especially when they're, you know, at arm's length and it adds that much extra like leverage on your body. So you have to fight it that much more. Uh, let's see. I've got another note here. Uh, hmm. We live in a filter era because of overabundance. Create genre sets of dances based on mood and objectives. Sort of like how uh, you'll have um like recommendations on Amazon. Like if you if you just wanted to see the hundreds of options available, it would take a very long time. Um, what Amazon does will be to like filter down what you see based on a specific taste that their AI or whatever is um, is learning that you have. So I have another related note that says um, start from the music and package quote albums of dances for people to learn based on their favorite tunes and yeah, yeah i think that would be a, a good way to help the thousands of dances that are out there seem less overwhelming for people and more tailored to what they already like they might be more willing to meet the dance world halfway uh, not having to learn something that's outside their comfort zone immediately and instead uh, show them, here are these dances uh, that are to the songs you like 
that include steps that you already know uh, based on you know what you've entered into your profile or whatever. Uh, and it doesn't you don't have to tell them like these dances are or are not done anywhere. But just tell them that they exist and they can yeah. choose to learn them if they want. And then maybe they'll be so into them that they will teach them and then they will seem like they exist on a larger scale, at least in their own world. Yes. And it gives people a more exciting package to look at than here's the, the social playlist in your area. Oh, how nice. You know one song that's on it. Like, aren't you totally sold on going every month now? Right. Uh, if you give them, like, a, quote, album full of, like, their 12 favorite songs and dances that go well with them that have moves that they like and, you know, are by choreographers, choreographers whose dances they've already learned, mm-hmm. then that'll really hype them up. And they'll think, man, this line dance world, this is just right for me. Because here they are making all this stuff for... Um, just for me. Yeah, for, for my preferences, my tastes. I think that would be nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we are getting closer to uh, the 3 o'clock hour. Are there any thoughts that you have had lately uh, that have just maybe recurred uh, as you've thought about dance things? Um... I don't know. That's a tough one. I unfortunately uh, currently misplaced my little notepad that I had a few things jotted down on um, because I'm certainly one of those once it's out of my once it's out of my head, then it's out of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like making plans with me without a calendar. Like if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Exactly. I will not be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, I'm not. Sure. I'd have to really think about that. And with only a few minutes left, it would be a lot of dead air. Hmm. So, um, other than that, I mean, it's been really amazing what line dance has done for me in just the sheer joy and happiness and friendships, um, and just own self-discovery that I've experienced that when I'm having a hard time in my professional life or my personal life or whatever's going on um, that I can turn to line dance and the people I've met through it. it it's been quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thought that has come to mind for me having gone on the trip that we did last weekend and then getting to go to Stoney's for several hours last night is uh, the line uh, from a song Frank Sinatra made famous um, it's nice to go traveling, but it's oh so nice to come home. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to to many more nights in the near future, like at Twin Oaks this evening, of dancing with our hometown people. Oh, that's tonight. That is tonight. <laughs> that is tonight, where I will be DJing, and um, and, and I will be dancing. All, all of like our people. Every dance. <laughs> yep. Yep. On how many hours of sleep? Just enough, just enough to really put in your 110%, I'm sure. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. Yay, caffeine, here I come. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, uh, thank you for those of you who've made it this far and listened to us talk about all these dance things. 
Um, if you have any comments that you'd like to, to leave on thoughts that you've had, I mean, you're absolutely welcome Please. to uh, to post them on Facebook. We know there are some of you who uh, listen and just aren't as vocal and, and say, like, you know, we listen to your episodes, but, um, you know, we, we don't know what to say. If you really have anything at all to say, uh, we're, we're on Facebook. You can just look up Line Dance Podcast, and there are plenty of comment section um, opportunities for you. Yes, and I would actually love suggestions on things that we can uh, ramble. I mean, um, talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love input that way and mm-hmm. like any concerns or any questions or any um, input that maybe one of you all have. It would be really cool to hear from you that way so that then we can... Um, you know, converse. Yeah, and let's get like real weird too. I'm thinking like line dance and salt, line dance and the smell of new shoes, line dance and tables. Like really, let's connect it all because everything is line dance, <laughs> whether whether we know it or not, it's out there. <laughs> yeah. All right, and we will see you out there. This has been Megan Barsulia and Christopher Gonzalez, and uh, we'll see you on the dance floor. Yep.